0: Hannato Hannato. Hands Hi guys and welcome to the first episode of our podcast Hannah Time So I'm Hannah J Hi and I'm Hannah M So now you can understand why this podcast is called Hannah Time At Social Republic people call us the two Hannahs So let's dive right in Hannah, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're living right now, from your TV shows to anything interesting that you're living on social media right now? So, first of all, I just wanted to talk about um, the new Netflix series, Behind Her Eyes. I don't know if you've seen it. Love it, (gasps) love it, love it, love it. It was so good. If no one's watched it, you need to watch it. It's kind of like, I guess, almost like a detective-y, you have to figure out something.
1: Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on in the first few
0: episodes. I was like, right, where are we going with this? But then that final episode, (laughs) wow. Wow. We won't give any spoilers, but oh my goodness. Even if you just get through to get to that last episode, you'll be left in shock. So. You didn't expect it, but yeah. And then in terms of another thing that I'm loving right now is a book. So the book is called Everybody Writes. And I think you have this book as well, don't you, Hannah?
1: Yeah, I have. Um, So I've read it, Um, I've well not read it, all of it, but read a couple of pages and it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, definitely. So basically the book is basically for freelancers who want to maybe improve their writing, people who are into blog writing. It basically gives you tips and it's just so helpful, but in like a nice chatty and friendly way. So um, yeah, great one to add to everyone's reading lists as well. But anyway, enough about what I'm loving, Hannah. What are you loving? So
1: I don't know if you've read it, another book, Good Vibes, Good Life by Bex King
0: oh i have heard of that it
1: looks really it's good. Great. It's great it's really changed my mindset um about quite a few things um it's all about like transforming like negativity into positivity um and how just to, like have a better mindset and like mental space i think um and it's been really good especially when obviously during covid everything's kind of been like up in the air and yeah mental health and hasn't I been mean, great as it but it's just been great it's a good right good um Good read as well, and he's just an all-round nice person.
0: Oh, yeah, it does look really inspirational and positive. Yeah. Love that. I've also been watching Drive to Survive. (gasps) Oh, I love that. That is so good. See, I've never been,
1: even though I've watched the F1 a couple of times, because I'm from Bahrain, um, so we can go and watch the Formula One there, I never really understood what the craze was about it. But watching Drive (laughs) to Survive, I think I'm like... Wow, I'm, I'm invested now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> great. I feel like it's got like a bit of it's got a bit of drama. Yeah, that it's like exciting. I like I'm, I didn't think I was that into cars, but for some reason that program just hooks you. I think it's like um, regenerating like the the fans because obviously I feel like a lot of the Formula
1: One drive, like I feel like a lot of the Formula One fans are a lot older, like in the generations. Um, and obviously this series on Netflix has like just ignited people's love for the sport.
0: Definitely. Okay everyone it's time to get into the part that we've all been waiting for so let's bring on our first guest Rob Inage.
2: Hi Hannah's, Hannah J, Hannah M. I'm very excited to be on on this podcast. Uh, I've actually been counting down the days until I've come on.
0: (laughs) Okay so would you like to introduce yourself Rob to everyone?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you again for the opportunity. Uh, I'm Rob Village. I'm the, the founder and CEO of Social Republic, uh, and my job is to uh, help inspire and leave uh, internal teams as well as advising on strategies and very much keeping my finger on the pulse of everything that's going on in the social media industry.
0: Amazing. Okay, so let's kick off with the first question for you, Rob. So, this might be a question that will help our listeners to get to know you a little better. If you were stuck on an island and you could only use one social media platform, which one would it be?
2: That is a very good question. I think I'd probably use the phone to get off the island, first of all. But, <laughs> um, and that's still good one, because people usually ask, don't they, um, you know, what music would you take or what, you know, what one item would you save from your house if it was burning down and stuff I don't, I don't think i've been asked this before it's a very good question um i always say that my favorite platform is linkedin which it kind of is right now but i can't imagine being stuck on an island and just having linkedin because i do i think i got even more <laughs> insane i mean youtube would be great for like videos on how to survive on a desert island how to make a raft. but i think work out how to get off or stay on the island and just survive and just stay there forever. If I could send emails as well, I'd be fine. i probably have to say TikTok, simply for entertainment purposes, because I don't think you could ever get bored of TikTok if you're on a, on an island and you're stuck. I think you've obviously like, you got to think about your day on this island. So you wake up, um, you're going to be pretty hungry, so you're going to have to go fishing or you're going to have to start a fire or something. You're going to, have to, you're going to have to do stuff to survive. So the last thing you want is something boring to come back to. So
1: I completely agree with you on that one, Rob. I'm currently obsessed with TikTok.
2: I'd like to ask the question back, but what would you say
1: is
0: your, would be yours? I would probably go for Instagram just because I feel like you'd get some really good shots and you could become like an influencer whilst you're on the island. And also, you might get sent free stuff. So, like, you might get sent free food, a free fishing rod. Like, I feel like everyone would help you out and survive.
2: So you get sent free stuff, but they don't come and help you get off the island.
0: Oh, no. no. They just want to watch you. They want to see your life online. They don't want to come and help you. <laughs>
1: That's like the Hunger Games.
2: Yeah. Hunger Games, yeah.
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> A free fishing rod, I love that. Yeah, instead of sending me a fish, just give me a fishing. And...
0: <laughs> they want to watch you earn your earn your keep there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is turning into Hunger Games.
0: <laughs> Definitely. What about you, Hannah?
1: For me, it w- would be a hundred percent TikTok, like Rob. Um, I've learned so many things on TikTok um, that I never knew before, and. If you get bored on the island, like you probably wouldn't, but if you get bored, you can go on it, like <laughs> scroll. Like, I can easily go on TikTok <laughs> and scroll for two hours, which is <laughs> really, really bad. Um, and yeah, you probably go viral as well, um, which would be quite cool. Is that
0: better?
2: I think, yeah, I think TikTok's definitely an island winner, I would say. Definitely,
0: that's
1: a good one. So Rob, moving on, what do you think the future of the social media industry looks like? What new features or platforms do you think are going to evolve?
2: It's good question. Um, social media industries, I don't know any, any other industry like it in, in how much things change on a daily basis. So, you know, as a team, we all have um, updates that we get sent through to our inbox every single day. And there's always a new feature. There's always, Facebook's always testing something. There's always a new feature on Instagram. Um, or if TikTok does something, then Instagram will copy it. And um, it just seems to be kind of relentless in a way. And, you can you never stop for a second, um, and that's why I love the industry so much. Um, obviously, the, there are some negative sides, but in terms of you know how fast paced it is, um, I think it's incredible. Um, There's always something new, always something new to learn. It keeps me young as well, which is which is great. Um,
1: One thing that I'm quite concerned about for the future of the social media industry uh, is the potential monopolization of it. Um, so this is like with Facebook and WhatsApp. Um, and Instagram, if only a few key players will hold a lot of power. Um, and in this way, it might actually restrict the growth um, of the industry as a whole, um, but it also brings about questions over privacy and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, from a user point of view, I guess it's easier because you'll have all these platforms and kind of almost in one place, a bit like WeChat where you can do absolutely everything on, on that one platform. Um, But then, Will, you know, creativity be kind of throttled in a way or, or reduced because you've only got these certain companies that are pushing updates out and um, will everyone else get swallowed up? There's, there's an app called Vero, um, which like many people, there was a kind of hype train um, last year around it. And it was like the next big thing in terms of social media. I downloaded it, started to use it, and I actually really, really enjoyed the platform, but... Then if it doesn't get a certain kind of uptake, you start to drop off because your friends aren't using it or you're not connecting with the people that you really want to. And, and Vero kind of took everything from every social network that was good and put it all together. And I really liked how it works, but you know, it just you just end up not using it and then deleting it off your phone because you're too busy with the kind of the big ones like Instagram or TikTok. Um, and, Unfortunately, the smaller ones don't really get, get a chance. So I'd like to see some smaller social networks coming through. Uh, but whether that will happen, I'm not too sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel like the power is in the user. So I feel like if it wants to do well, everyone has to use it. So you just need to get the audience's attention and give them something unique, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so Rob... For the next question, can you tell us a feature of an app that you would love to create?
2: So it'd be, I've got, I've had an idea and it's for um, a feature where if you're like stuck on an, an island, you basically can get sent things like free fishing rods or <laughs> things like that. <laughs> it's for all uh, those times when you're stuck on a desert island, uh, you know, everybody can use it sort of thing um no i have this i've always had this idea and you know me obviously working with me and stuff um i do like to kind of push boundaries a little bit and be a bit controversial and just have a bit of a joke but um i'd like to see alternate versions of social networks so on linkedin you can see who is whose video profile if you're not private. you know, Not many people have settings where they're they're restricted, but generally you can see who's visited your profile. I'd love that other social networks kind of flip and offer things that other social networks do. So I just, can you imagine like if, how many people get in trouble, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, if you could then start to see who has like viewed your profile and stuff? I think it'd be hilarious. Like, I mean, yeah, like, a lot of relationships will probably end.
1: My stalking days would be over. I'd be done for.
2: <laughs> You'd have to put, a, like, um, your bio would have to be, like, you have to put a hat and a fake moustache on or something. And what about you, Hannahs? What would you like?
0: I don't know about a feature, but I think, um, obviously, this is in the testing mode, but where you can try outfits on. Obviously, like, with AI, that's becoming, like, a new thing. But I'd really, like fashion apps to really use that feature because it would just mean that you don't have to send back as many clothes you can kind of try stuff on but virtually just from your home like obviously i love going out shopping but for the time being that that would just be amazing if other fashion brands also use that so i feel like maybe the future might enable that to happen but that's what i would love
2: it's an interesting concept and I'm gonna. This is, um, I'm gonna claim this, but this genuinely did happen. It was around about. It was 2011, and I was with my friend called Jim, and we were, we were in Liverpool, and we were having this discussion. Obviously, technology back then wasn't isn't well, wasn't like it is now, and we were saying that this exact same thing. Like, wouldn't it be cool if you saw a pair of trainers online? and you could try them on with your phone and kind of AR stuff didn't really exist back then. AI, There's no AI really, AR didn't exist really either. And we were like, yeah, that'd be so cool. But the idea was there, but the technology wasn't really available. So, and obviously people have gone and done it since, but you know, we were just two guys talking about it, but um, I'd like to think that me and Jim invented it.
0: <laughs> you never know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about you Hannah J? Sorry Hannah M, I'm getting confused. There's so
1: many Hannahs. I think mine would be to do with edited photos. So maybe an app purely dedicated to unedited photos or a feature on Instagram that shows the edited photo but also the original, if you like, press on it because I feel like there's such a big issue with people seeing all these edited pictures and thinking they need to look like like that when in fact the person who's posted it doesn't even really look like that. Um, So I feel like this would tackle a lot of issues.
0: Yeah. I feel like that should almost even be a rule. Like people shouldn't have to use that feature because people would just feel better because they know it's not what they see online is not the truth. So, yeah. Well,
2: there are steps now in terms of influencers. um, If they're running ads, um, they can't use filters uh, in their ads. There is that kind of, that's kind of the first step, which is good. Also stop a lot of catfishing as well.
1: It really makes me laugh when you see someone online and then you see them in real life and it just doesn't match up. I
2: had a meeting with someone and bear in mind my picture isn't that old. I had a meeting with someone and they said, oh, you look nothing like your picture. I thought, I don't know whether that's a compliment or anything. So I was like, I look exactly like my picture. Was your picture edited? No, like, no, not at all. No filter or anything, like, made up original, but... um...
1: (laughs) Right, Rob, it's time to see who your most stalked celebrity is. Let's get your Instagram up and go onto your search bar.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I thought you actually wanted to see it, but you can. It's all public. It doesn't really matter. Uh, this is our oh, most thought. Oh no, I could get in trouble here. Um, oh, this is a very good question. And um, see, if you had my app or feature, you'd be able to tell straight away. I follow a lot of boxing accounts. I love boxing. Um, that'd be my main one. So in terms of like discover pages, page, he's generally just like boxing videos and stuff. But in terms of like, I don't want to call it stalking in case I get in trouble, but uh, <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: who's your recent search?
2: Um, well, I think I've actually tag- tagged this person in my bio, but um, there's a guy called Rob McKellany who's in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He plays Matt, uh, or his real name in Always Sunny in Philadelphia is actually Ronald McDonald, but he changes his name to Matt for obvious reasons. Yeah, I've tagged him in mine. Um, he's uh, kind of a big inspiration to me at the moment because he he went on this crazy like um workout challenge. So he put on like I think it was like seventy pounds. I'm not even sure how much that is in stone, but it's a ridiculous amount. I'll give a clip. <laughs> it that uh, point. It he put on five stone, right? So he did it for the TV show. So if you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he basically starts, and there's loads of blogs about it, like he put on loads of weight, he started eating quite healthy, like chicken and rice, and just kind of bulking up, and then he realised he couldn't put on weight quick enough, so he started eating donuts fried chicken and you know, KFC or whatever, um, and he started to pile on the pounds, and this was, he said it was just a joke, like, I mean, it's a pretty crazy joke, but um, in the show he gets really fat, and it becomes like part of the storyline, how his friends have neglected him, um, and he puts on all this weight, and I was watching the other day, and he is big. Like wow. he puts on like a ton of weight, and it's really weird because he looks like the kid from um, what's it called, the one with Bruce Willis, um, not The Fifth Element. What's he called? The one with the kid? <laughs> what's it the one where he's dead. I have just read it for everyone. I've never seen it. <laughs> Six Sense, he looks, Rob McKelleny looks like the kid from Sixth Sense, but when he gets really fat, he looks like a fat grown-up version of the kid from Sixth Sense, which I'm sure neither the kid from Sixth Sense or Rob McKelleny will mind me, if they don't listen to this, <laughs> they do not mind me saying it, but it's pretty big, anyway, he decides that because he's got all this weight, he's going to lose it, and now he's like absolutely ripped, like he, his body transformation is pretty crazy, to not only drop the five stone, but then to then become like, you know, basically what you see on the cover of a, a magazine, or like your you typical magazine cover, as, as it were. Um, not that it's great, but, you know, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, and he did it. <laughs> I mean, his kind of transformation was a lot easier because he said, I didn't have an answer to five job. I had a studio paying for it. He had the personal trainer from Magic Mike who helped Channing Um, He had a chef. <laughs> he, like, had all these things and he said, yeah, basically just ate chicken and rice every day. But he had all these, he, like, in in, in his interviews he talks about how he did it and he's just like, oh, just, you know, just have a million dollar um, you know TV studio, pay for it all and you'll, be, you'll easily do it. And he did it in, I think it was about seven months but he was, like, running, like, three miles every day and doing a pretty crazy workout routine. So, I've not gone to those extremes. Um, certainly not um, having a studio paper anyway. Um, I've got to pay for it myself. But I'm kind of um, stalking him probably the most, I would say, um, to, to have my inspiration. He's actually on the background on my phone as well. <laughs> because, because there's some crazy stat. Like you look at your phone like 150 times a day. So you might as well put on there you know, what you're in, what you're, Know, your aspirations are so i've seen someone do it before and she had like six different like a collage of like six different things like uh, might be like a picture of a random child which is really weird but like say you've got any children or something or build a, you wanted to build a family that was like the, the inspiration so there might be a car on there that you want or like um it could be like a picture of like machu picchu if you wanted to go traveling or whatever so it's a good idea to kind of vision by putting whatever you want to achieve on the background of your phone So. So, yeah, he would be, like, my number one. <laughs> oh, this is really embarrassing, but after a few, like, glasses of red wine, I'll, like, message him on Instagram.
0: <laughs> Have you ever had a reply back?
2: <laughs> um, I'd love to say yes, but then, he'll come, he'll come. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like dread, like, looking at them just to see the messages that I've sent him. Just, hey, Rob, just checking in.
0: Amazing. Thanks so much, Rob, for coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Rob.
2: No, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's been great. And I'm really, really looking forward to um, future versions of this podcast when you've got um, Rob mckellany on and um, Zoella.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: you've got to dream.
2: If you dream it, you can achieve it, remember. Um, I mean, if you want them on the podcast, just put it in the budget. Just let me know how much it is.
0: I think I'd find too much. <laughs>
1: yeah stay tuned for our next episode where we interview another fabulous guest and fill you in on all the latest social media news
0: Hannah